0: good day and welcome back to the Wind daily podcast here on WindDailyDFS.com. i am scott engel i am the king i am fantasy and joining me to help us cover the may 29th wednesday slate is the weatherman himself and also dfs expert mark Paquette. uh mark we got a lot to get to
1: today certainly do and it's we have a lot to talk about weather-wise too both baseball and weather so Let's jump in, and I'll, I'll tell you about the weather as we talk about the games.
0: Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's start with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. We'll start with the day slate. Remember, get your lineups in early. 12.35 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Steven Brault against Anthony Di Scalfatti. Uh What are we looking at weather-wise here? We have a chance of some
1: thunderstorms here, but also it is warm and humid, so the ball should carry. So um, there is a really pretty good chance of a delay. I do think they'll get the game in though.
0: All right. Uh, Steven Brault uh, today on Win daily. Uh, we're actually talking about running a red stack. Is that something that you agree with? Uh, Steven Brault is somebody I think I would want to attack with righties. Our uh, draft Kings, Yasiel Puig's only 4,200. He's starting to heat up. A. Suarez has to be the central part of any stack for uh for for the reds today. If you, if you're going to do that as well, he's at 4,900. I don't know if you want to take a chance to Jose Peraza at 3,100 as a punt, but I do like Jose Iglesias at 3,700 uh, for a little bit of the offense he's providing.
1: All those names uh, I'm in favor of. I am curious about how many, what the ownership will be for, Mr. Three home run last night, Derek Dietrich, obviously a lefty-on-lefty lineup, but he will probably be in the, the batting order. So let's um, not forget about him, but let's not gravitate towards him as well. I, as you said, I think you attack from the right-hand side of the plate.
0: Anthony DiSclefani is somebody on the other side who's vulnerable as well. Uh, you know, you could, if you want to spend the 5800 for Josh Bell, it certainly... Uh, seems like chalk. Gregory Paranco gives you a split for uh only forty eight hundred. Uh Colin Moran, you never get much from him, but uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a saver at four thousand, although I don't think he'll have a prominent spot in the lineup.
1: Yeah, and all, I I Josh Bell is having a terrific year. He's probably the most uh unheard of superstar in the national league right now. So you can't go wrong with him, but like you said, you're going to be playing up 4,500 on FanDuel and button Polanco is a good choice too. 3,800 on FanDuel. Let's look for some bargains in, in the the Pittsburgh lineup. Yeah. You mentioned Moran, not a really sexy name. Uh, I mean, no one else really stands out to me. Um, well, Let's go on to the next game. I think.
0: Okay, I'll think I'll go to the Padres and the Yankees, and this is interesting for two reasons. Pitching wise, James Paxton is ten thousand seven hundred on a short early DraftKings slate. You seem very chalky against the Padres, but the New York Post is already reporting that uh, that Paxton only expects to throw about seventy seventy five pitches, and Aaron Boone said he's not going to get to hundred so. Uh, You could take Paddock on the other side, but the Yankees' offense is is really good. They're sixth in batting at 10,100. But I think when you look at the other pitchers on the early slate, you don't have a choice but to go with Paddock.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you never like picking on the Yankees. I mean, their bats were quieted a little bit by Eric Lauer yesterday, but as I was talking about with Jason the the day before, Lauer's been quietly effective, had only given up One earned run in each of his last uh, two starts. And then yesterday, obviously, he pitched a good game as well. Um, Yeah, so Paddock, I mean, I guess there's some injury concern there, too, where he was scratched from his last start with a sore neck. You'd have to think he's all over that. But uh, with Paxton, yeah, limited to 70 pitches. I mean, you're thinking five, possibly six innings max. He probably, on FanDuel, won't get a quality start. And maybe not even a win if he doesn't go five and the Yankees are winning.
0: All right. Uh, moving on, uh, as we continue here on the uh, Win Daily podcast, it'll be Los Angeles, Angels and Oakland. Griffin Canning against Daniel Menken. uh Canning probably a uh, two-pitcher side like DraftKings probably have to be your other starter. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's pitched well for the most part, three or, or runs are less in, in, uh, all but one start this year. And, uh, and he's struck at at least five in every turn. So he's worth the 8,300 on the other side, Daniel Medkin is somebody you want to attack for sure. Uh, the rule is, you know, use Mike trout against a, uh, mediocre pitcher, no matter what the platoon split is 5,500. Uh, but. There's not a lot of other attractive bats in it at that Angels lineup. It's hard to run a stack. Maybe it's something contrarian. Uh, You know, do you want to punt with Brian Goodwin at at 3,800? You also have Cole Calhoun at 4,100.
1: I like Canning. Like you said, he's been really consistent um, in his brief five-game Major League career. Um, He's striking out batters at about a batter an inning. Uh, He's coming off his best start of his career two starts ago versus Kansas City. Yeah, you have to like this matchup. On FanDuel, he's only 7,800, so you probably take the savings from Paddock and go with him because he probably has a better matchup. He's going to be very consistent. Seems like a great cash option. Um, and if you use Paddock, you're going to limit your potential to use a Trout, like you said. So pair up Canning and Trout on FanDuel for your cash games and start from there.
0: Texas is at Seattle. It's uh, Drew Smiley. Against Wade LeBlanc and uh, Smiley, somebody you definitely want to want to stack again with uh, with the Mariners. My favorite being Edwin Encarnacion at forty five hundred on DraftKings, and uh, Ovarenas is kind of lefty on lefty, but uh, you have to wonder about that at forty two hundred. Not the ideal when you're not getting the platoon split, but uh, there's going to be a lot of Mariners here. Uh, You know, maybe the Mariners are the stack of the
1: early games here. Yeah, and is cheap on FanDuel as well, 3500. Both these starting pitchers have whips up approaching 2.0. So, yeah, these are guys you can attack. They get runners on base and you can do some damage. So, let's let's try to find some quality bats. Like you mentioned a few um how about JP Crawford on Seattle um if he's in the lineup only 2600. I think he he gets the righty lefty split there that's in his favor. Um yeah, you mentioned uh and Canarsion, you have to really like any other righty bats you try to attack with. Is is Elvis Andrews back in the lineup? Yes, he is. Maybe you look there. I mean, he's had a slow start. Since I'm willing to the spend the
0: 53 5, 5300 for uh for for Hunter Pets as long as he's in the lineup, which I expect him to be the way that he's been playing.
1: Yeah, he's uh, one we, of the prize stories of yeah baseball. Go with him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, with with Seattle, like I like I mentioned, you know, Ben Carnastion certainly has to be my favorite. Then you have Domingo Santana at forty five hundred. Uh Mitch Hanniger is uh is 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 uh is forty four hundred on DraftKings and thirty seven hundred in FanDuel. That's somebody I'd definitely be targeting.
1: Yeah, those are all really good options. I miss Santana. He's only twenty nine hundred on FanDuel. That seems almost permanently underpriced.
0: All right. Uh, anything I missed early weather-wise that uh, you need to recap?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I was supposed to be paying attention to that. Um, the Yankees have a chance of a rain delay as well. Uh, basically the same weather pattern as Cincinnati. They will very likely get this game in, but it could be rain um, delayed or even shortened depending on when it hits. So, And much like Cincinnati, it's warm and humid there too, so the ball should carry.
0: Boston is fourth in team batting, but they go against Shane Bieber, who seems to be chalky against anybody right now. Uh, But this, you'll only find this game on a a full slate here.
1: Yeah, and and his opponent, Weber, had is coming off his best start of his career, though he's generally a. Is it we? Is it is
0: it actually pronounced Weaver?
1: Yeah, it's Weaver. Yeah. um. Wow. Um uh, But yeah, that's not someone I'm looking for, Even though Indians' offense, besides the ninth inning last last night, has not been good this year. But yeah, Beaver. I mean, you're, you're asking him to go to Fenway Park. That's a tough, tough matchup for Beaver, but uh he obviously has the potential to do well. So I'm gonna think I'm not gonna use Beaver, but I'm not gonna target Red Sox bat either.
0: Yeah, Bob. Uh, then, then we we move on to the night slate. We have Detroit. Uh, at Baltimore, any weather concerns there?
1: Yeah, thunderstorms will be there. Philly and Baltimore are the two evening games with the potential of thunderstorms. Very similar weather pattern to what we were dealing with yesterday.
0: Yeah, and uh, usually, usually when you look at an environment like this, you'll say, "Okay, uh, I'm going to Baltimore. I'm expecting bad pitching, and uh, so you know, I'm going to go with the bats here." But you know, there's not a lot of bats that are fearsome in the uh in the Detroit lineup. And John Meads is a guy that you, you cannot really go against. I uh, like him a lot as a play tonight. Uh he's five and four with a two ninety-six ERA. He's got a one fifty-four ERA in six homes games. He's he's even a better at home than, than he's on the is on the road. So I'm gonna definitely go with John Means for tonight that only sixty nine hundred on on uh, on DraftKings. I say I, th- I think he's like the play of the night.
1: I'm not gonna argue with there there. Detroit has one of the worst lineups. Means is surprisingly good at keeping runs off the board. He's not gonna strike out a ton, but he's good at run prevention. On the other side of the lineup, as we've seen the last couple days, well, not yesterday because he didn't do much against Boyd, Renato Nunez really crushes lefties. And Carpenter is probably a mediocre lefty at best. So at 3,500, you're playing a little bit more than I would like to for Nunez at third base, but he's certainly a good option for the Orioles.
0: Yeah, that's a good point about Beavs. It's... uh. You know, you, you mostly it seems like I'm looking at his game log, like a lot of four strikeout games. But I can see six tonight, and for sixty nine hundred that allows you to put somebody else uh pretty good in your, your lineup.
1: Yep, you could spend up on bats because we all know we have the cores game coming up.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh St. Louis and Philadelphia, Sega Genesis Cabrera, uh against uh against Aradola at 9,000. Uh, Noel has been up and down this year. This is a tough Cardinals lineup that he's facing.
1: More up than down recently. If you take out his bad start against Milwaukee three starts ago, he's gone.
0: Uh Let me interrupt you there. Yeah. I I don't I don't allow on any shows that I host for you to say if you take out etc.
1: Okay.
0: It all, it all counts. Don't it do that.
1: Counts. You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah. All right. No, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. I just but I do personally hate that.
1: No, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I'm going to, again, use the excuse that it's a Brewers lineup. The Brewers are really good, and if you remember that game. So are the Cardinals. Right, but that game, the game, and this was a philosophy. Again, I'm a big baseball philosophy person. That game had a very late rain delay for about 45 minutes in Philadelphia, and what they were saying was is that he had already completed his warm-up, then had to sit down and wait 45 minutes. His routine was interrupted that could very well happen tonight with rain going around in Philadelphia but if you do take that game away like you said you hate he's been very good recently and maybe there's an excuse for that poor game
0: all right what do you think on the other side here gets Genesis Cabrera Bob I don't know how long he's gonna go here actually
1: uh but this is his first major league start is it yep major league debut. hasn't really been good at triple a so I mean obviously the Cardinals are pretty desperate here for an arm so but I mean we saw a couple unheralded guys make debuts last night the guy in Minnesota is it Stenzel and then the Cleveland pitcher uh, please act take keep lineups off balance sometimes bats don't know a pitcher it takes them a while to adjust to them and that's
0: a good that's- point a lot of times when you see a rookie pitcher uh you know a lot of tFS players or baseball fans will assume that. He's going to get racked against, or uh, especially if he doesn't have a good minor league track record. But a lot of times I've seen the pitcher have the advantage because the opposing lineup just hasn't seen him a lot.
1: Right. And yeah, it's it, this is probably like the Red Sox Indians where I'm not going to be thinking of using Cabrera, but I may not be going a full Philly stack either. I I had the idea of using a Philly stack last night kind of glad I swapped out to Mr. Dietrich at the last minute who saved my night. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going there either. I uh, would probably look for bats and arms in other places.
0: Toronto and Tampa Bay will be playing under a roof here, so no need, need for weather. Blake Snell is the chalk of the night. Maybe you could go with Snell and Means in your lineup here. Uh, Snell's 11,300. You could save the 6,900 with Means and hope for maybe a six-strikeout game here. Uh, You know, that could that could be a really good uh, positioning for a tournament in in my estimation. Uh, Trent Thornton is somebody I have tried to attack, but he had a really good outing last time out, uh, which means that I'll attack him again. Austin Meadows to be worth the fifty six hundred. So as hot as he has been recently, Kevin Kiermaier is actually bad, bad, bad. been able to stay healthy he crashed into a wall the other night and actually didn't get injured he's 4400 and even though he's some downward in the lineup give me the the platoon split with uh g man Choi at 3700
1: maybe for some power Yeah, and then and you didn't mention the guy that's scorching hot but his price has risen quite a bit in austin meadows he should be i did i started with him I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed that then. Yeah, he he should be back in the leadoff spot. 4,300 on FanDuel, but it's a lot to pay. He surprisingly hit in the uh, cleanup spot against a lefty-lefty matchup. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's – how about Contrarian here? Now, I I always mention this guy with Jason Vlad. I know he's going against Blake Snell, but he's got the right side tune matchup, and he's ice cold. I may throw him in a GPP lineup. Really? 2,800 on FanDuel, I mean, that's not a lot of cash. If he doesn't do anything, I mean, obviously your GPP lineup is shot, but Snell has not been going that deep in games, mainly because he's getting so many stri- swings and misses and striking people out. He's only going six innings, seven innings. But, uh, I mean, certainly not cash advisable, just a shot in the dark with Vlad. All right.
0: Ozzy Osbourne, saw uh, right. Which had music to cue, shut the dunk. uh San Francisco and Miami. You know, maybe if you're not going to go with Snell, uh, you go with Madison Bumgarner here, who's really chalking 9900. But uh, Pablo Lopez can save you some money as well at 6600. There are some good bargains on this slate. Pablo Lopez actually, it's on the road where he gets killed. He, he he's got a 193 home era so against san francisco you have to consider it and uh he's had he's he's had uh in the last in his last eight starts uh half of them have at least six to six strikeouts so pablo lopez is somebody to strongly consider as well tonight yeah i
1: think everyone's gonna look at the run score at that ballpark last night and say hey what the heck happened there thought this was a pitcher's park and then kind of stay away from pitchers tonight. So I do like that call because it's sort of contrarian where you use a person or a lineup or a bat or an arm where they didn't necessarily come through the night before, but they're still in a good spot. And I think both pitchers are in that spot in Miami.
0: Washington is in Atlanta. Any uh, weather concerns here?
1: It's really warm. It's probably the warmest game of the, the young season so far in Atlanta. And as we know, when it warms up in Atlanta, that ball can really carry out, especially to right field.
0: All right. Uh, uh, Kevin Gow's been going for the Braves. And in the way he's gone, uh, I'm okay with running a national stack. Juan Soto at $5,000. Matt, Matt Adams at 3800 Kind of risky. Uh, really, boom or bust, but I uh, like the price. Adam Eaton at, uh, at four thousand uh, dollars. You also have to consider Anthony Rendon at fifty-four hundred, and you know maybe Brian Dozier is a punt for some pop. You know, we've we've seen him hit for power. Nothing else. He's only thirty-four hundred on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, I always like to use him in that lefty-righty matchup, um, and he has pop. The ball carries, as we just mentioned. So yeah, I mean, look at some bats in this game. I mean, Freeman's priced up at 4,200 on FanDuel. So isn't Rendon. Acuna's more than I want to pay for, especially that he's not uh, red hot right now. So maybe you look down in the lineup for some cheaper bats. Um, Ozzie Albies is only 3,000. Uh, Howie Kendrick, who went yard last night, it's only 2,800. You look at some uh, guys like that.
0: All right, let's move on to... Uh... To the next game which is Chicago and Houston. Uh any weather concerns here?
1: Well they're playing in Houston so that is a retractable roof stadium. So if they have any issues obviously they just close it. And generally this time of year when it's really warm and humid they just generally start with the roof closed and if for some reason they have a nice evening they will uh open it.
0: Yeah but I had a brain fart there and uh that's okay. forgot that forgot it was a tractable roof. That's but that's okay. why I have you around Kyle Hendricks against Houston is something uh, I want to avoid. You no know, George Springer, but uh, Houston's a little bit more vulnerable. Hendricks is always capable of pitching a good game. Wade Miley is somebody I think people will, uh, will want to stack against, but it's dangerous, especially in Houston where he has a 2.15 ERA. So I, I just, and every time you stack against Miley, it seems he has a good game. So this is going to be a game that I'm going to avoid.
1: Yeah, Wade Miley is the classic veteran lefty who isn't going to impress you with anything, not going to strike anyone out. But he limits damage for the most part, especially at home, like you said. So let's sort of avoid the Cubs bats. On the other side, Hendricks is the right-handed version of Miley, really. Can't throw a ball through a pane of glass. Doesn't strike out a ton. But is a ground ball pitcher and generally limits damage as well. I may go with a couple one-offs or maybe two that's from the houston lineup just to get some exposure and probably the guy i would look for is the guy who hit two home runs yesterday alex bregman i know there is some philosophy in the industry that you never use a guy after hitting two home runs today his ownership is going to be in artificially yeah people chase him he's probably never gonna repeat that um and the chances are that he's not but obviously bregman is a great player
0: Okay, let's uh, move on to Kansas City at the White Sox. Any weather concerns there, Mark?
1: Nope, it uh, should be a really nice evening. And actually, it's more like spring as compared to fall. We're obviously in that tight end of should be relatively comfortable with no humidity.
0: All right, Ronaldo Lopez may be somebody you want to stack against. Uh, a, a royal stack is always dicey, uh, but, you know, there's a few bats you have to like here. You could spend up for Alberto Modessi. At fifty five hundred, Alex Gordon uh, is is not is Alex Gordon's out right now, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, But uh, but also, you know, maybe you know it's not always about the the splits here. If you're going to to run the stack, Merrifield's fifty two hundred. You have uh, you also have Hunter Dozier at fifty one hundred, but you you can you can save some some money in some other spots. Uh, you know, with with some other of the, the the Kansas City guys. Gordon did play in game two last Mickey night. Nicky Lopez, yeah. I was going to mention, yeah, too. He can yeah. help you save some money.
1: He's generally been batting in the two spot. Yeah, um, not a lot of pop, and there's a little bit cold. He, he's 0 for his last uh, – last, oh, oh, wow, he's really ice cold. He's 0 for his last uh, – Got to get it going at
0: some point, though. Right? What were you exactly. saying about Gordon?
1: Uh, Gordon hit a home run in the first inning of the game Two of, of the official game yesterday. So th- I believe that was his first game back. Uh, okay. so he should be in the lineup, but yeah, Lopez. A lot of, a lot of
0: these, a lot of these, uh, Kansas City bats are pricey on draft kicks so. though. Yeah. And, and on FanDuel,
1: they're not cheap either. Merrifield 39, Dozier 38, Mondesi 38, Gordon 34. Solaire is probably, when you start looking at it, he's 3,100. Lopez is um, homer-prone, and obviously Solaire probably has the most power on that team. So maybe you look for one or two bats there, string up Solaire. And like you said, Nicky Lopez is only 2,800 on FanDuel, and he's generally, like I said, batting in the two-hole. So he has the potential to get on base and score some runs.
0: Okay, we have at Coors Field, Arizona at uh... – in Colorado, any weather concerns here?
1: No. Uh, last night there was some showers, a little bit of rain around. There should be uh, drier tonight, but still a little on the cool side. But the good news for Badgers is that the wind is not blowing in as strongly. It will still be blowing in from right about 10 miles an hour, but that's compared to over 20 miles per hour from due centering last night. So looks yeah, better.
0: Gonna, yeah, it looks good for a Colorado stack against Robbie Ray. Obviously, leading with the red hot Nolan Arenado, you have to spend the $5,600. Ian Desmond is uh, worth it tonight at, at 3900 as well. Trevor Story's 5200 Uh Mark Reynolds, if he's in the lineup, is uh, 3500 Uh, You know, there's a few other bats uh, you can consider as well here, including Ryan McMahon.
1: Yeah, I agree with you here. A lot of people in the industry that don't like to do a lot of homework say, lefty, on the mound, in cores, stack righties against them, especially when it's the visiting lefty, and you're just going to go, okay, story on Story in Arenado, check, check. Reynolds if he's in, check. And it's not necessarily a bad philosophy, especially in cash games. Um, the one thing is Ray has a long history of pitching in cores. He's obviously been in Arizona for four or five years, so he, he hasn't been horrible at courts. But the thing is, he gets tired, doesn't last long, and then you kind of get to the soft underbelly of the Arizona bullpen. So if you're using some Colorado bats, that's what you're looking for. Any other, like, cheaper bats on Colorado that you would take a look at? Tapia, I believe, is a lefty, so he probably won't be in there. What kind of righty outfielders could they use to to go against Ray?
0: Uh, let's see what they got here. Uh, well, like I said, righty, you know, not, not in the outfield, though. Uh, you got Mark Reynolds at thirty five hundred playing yeah. first base. Uh, you know, and, and Ian Desmond's under four thousand on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, so maybe Aaron, uh, Ian Desmond. Um, I think Rogers, the second baseman. The yeah, he's, second
0: baseman. he has a good ISO against lefties this year so far.
1: Yeah, so I mean, look for some uh, lower owned, cheaper, but still got the platoon advantage bat at cores. If you want to spend up for a guy like Snell, you're going to have to do that.
0: Then we have uh, the pitching matchup of the night. Noah Syndergaard against Walker Buehler. The Mets at the Dodgers in the latest game. Uh, Any weather concerns in Los Angeles?
1: Nope. Should be classic Southern California weather. Mild with a light wind blowing out to right. But being a New Yorker, what's up up with Syndergaard? When is is the real Syndergaard going to show up? Or have we seen his peak? And he's kind of – he is who he is in 2019.
0: Well – well, uh, coming to that Detroit game, he had had three, four strong turns in his last four starts, and then to allow six earned runs at five and third to the Tigers is very concerning. He just doesn't have a feel for his pitches right now, especially as his slider, uh, and he's hardly throwing it at all, which is increasing the fastball usage, and uh, that, that's certainly not helping. So you know, going against this Dodgers offense tonight, I'm fading Syndergaard walker bueller a 309 home era and a 2 record at home against a patchwork mets lineup uh, i like walker bueller at 9900 on DraftKings. kings so if you don't
1: like Syndergaard and you want to attack him what bats are you using i didn't
0: say game? i want to attack him it's okay. just it's just i'm not using him I got uh you. as a pitcher but Syndergaard is certainly capable of going out there and throwing a gem it's just way un- too unpredictable. I'm avoiding it on both sides.
1: Yeah, and it's an interesting stat line, though. He did struggle against the Tigers, giving up a whopping 10 hits in five and a third innings. He still yeah. struck out nine. So that means, I mean, he still has strikeout potential there. That's very you know, Robbie Rayish. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly very Robbie Rayish. His pitch count was probably way up and he couldn't go much longer. But I do like your philosophy on the other side of that, uh, that the Mets. Buying up right now is certainly not scary. Um, and Walker Buehler has seemed to turn the corner a little bit, and everyone expected to take over the ace crown from Clayton Kershaw, and we may be seeing that process in, uh, in action.
0: All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the Win Daily Podcast. For today, Wednesday, May 29th, I'm Scott Engel for Mark Paquette, and we'll see you tomorrow.